everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast episode 318 for the week of August 23rd, 2014. I'm Chris Privetier, your host here with RP Gamer's latest and greatest. Right? No? First off, my wife, the greatest, Anna Marie Privetier. Shouldn't I be oldest and moldest? No, you're greatest and awesomest and beautifulest, so I know what to not say about you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Alex Fuller joins us from England. Greetings. Hopefully I can keep it to one accent rather than the whatever happened last night. Yeah, we had Doug Hill, old staff <laughs> member on, and he had like two or three or four or five or 17 different accents. And he, I don't know what he was doing. And then also here, Cassandra Ramos joins us. In theory. No, I think she's still yelling at her sister. Okay. Well, she's yelling at her sister, but when she gets back, she will join us for the show. Uh, Cassandra is our message board admin, right? And then what else is she up to on the site lately for people who don't know? I think it's just message boards. But I want to make I sure write news know. when I get the time. There you go. Yeah, news when you get the time. So how you doing, Strawberry? Good, good. Good, good. Thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, Manny is MIA, and um, Phil is busy, and Michael is still trying to pretend that he's retired from RPGs, but... You know, one day we'll get him back. Uh, let's see what we do here. Uh, it is a week until PAX, just so everyone knows. Less than a week until PAX. It's very difficult to do a show on PAX week, so don't expect one, please. Um, but uh, do expect some uh, some videos to come out of PAX. And those will be coming up in, you know, the week following as... Unfortunately, since we don't have an edited, a paid editing crew to work the, the show, it's difficult to get them up during the show, but we'll probably get one or two up during the show, and then they'll, they'll seep into our YouTube channel and our front page the week following PAX. So um, I know, if nothing else, we've got an interview with uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi um, about his new iOS game. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes okay so there'll be attempts to try and bring him back to his previous stuff whenever possible um we've been asked by the pr rep not to focus on him or his history as much as the game that they're talking about (laughs) (laughs) okay it's like they they already knew this was coming so they're like please focus it on terra battle (laughs) so i'm like okay that's fine um, then I'm going to make it so that you have to justify that game's existence and why is it mobile and stuff like that. So um, we'll see how that goes. I'm kind of nervous to interview Sakaguchi, but... Uh, You've done it before. I don't recall doing it before. Um, it was me and you, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, I don't remember that at all. So, uh, But <laughs> maybe someone can dig through our archives and prove it to me. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, packs, 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 packs. Yeah, um, we're RP Gamer. We're not Giant Bomb. So, no, we don't have panels and we don't have anything crazy meetups. And we don't want to come see your MOBA. <laughs> we don't want to come see your... No, I was talking about uh, fan stuff, Anna, not not appointments. Um, <laughs> um, no, we are not participating in the, um, the, what is it, the integrity protest that will be in front of packs. <laughs> Well, what's going on with that, Anna? Let's not talk about it, please. (laughs) Let's not just somebody slept with somebody from a video game journalist site. No, 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 this is not. No, moving on. Yeah, now they're protesting, so that's going to be fun. I I just want to let people know that apparently they're going to step in front of other people's camera work during the show and like interrupt people's videos and live feeds. 
I I don't like anything about it, honestly. But all right, so that's going to happen. That'll be fun. What, uh, Anna, you're going to PAX. I'm going to PAX. Ed Walker will be at PAX. Josh, uh, oh, what's Josh's last name? Tally. Tally. He'll be at PAX. Andrea. Andrea Tally, also at PAX. And um, let's see. No, you misheard me. And Drea. Oh, I thought it was Andrea. <laughs> Oops. Uh, Drea, <laughs> Josh's wife, also at PAX. Um, Josh and Drea help out at PAX because we know them and they're in the area. Um, let's see. Do we have any cool things planned? Oh, we got lots of little appointments here and there. And that's PAX. What are you going to play in the handheld lounge, Anna? Um, um, Street Pass. Street Pass? You're going to play Street Pass? Yeah. That's a game? You have yeah. unlimited Street Passes from our router here. Yeah. Yeah? So. So, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, and I'm, I don't know what I'm looking forward to. I'm going to, I want to find the games and like go play them. Cause that makes sense, right? I mean like board games and, and non-video games. Cause you know, I want to do something different than I usually do. Oh, what a blah, 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 blah. So, um, let me tell you what I've been playing because it is least interesting. Um, I've leveled from one to 53, uh, uh, Warlock and World of Warcraft in, over the past week, and that's uh, just to play to get it to sixty so that I get to the professions boosted when I boost that character to ninety because I have no interest in leveling it all the way to ninety. Um, that's really boring. I'm sorry to bore you with it, but people say they want to hear about our boring MMO stuff, and uh, I'll be doing some stuff with that character in the expansion. Woo! I also downloaded and tried out Godus on my iPad, or is it Goddess? Probably Goddess. That is the Peter Molyneux game that came out of the uh, Curiosity thing. Uh, And so far, it's very uninteresting and boring. So how Goddess works is you clear off land by pushing it away or dragging it around. So your finger is like the god that shapes the land. And then you click on people's houses to get them to go build more houses and to capture shrines which expand the area that you can settle in and other stuff that may come into the game later but the, honestly it's got a really slow tutorial it takes forever and I don't think I'm going to stick with this game long enough to actually get to anything interesting assuming there actually is anything interesting in this game so uh, you have to you also have to collect a belief um, in order to reshape the land and stuff and the collection rate for that is kind of annoyingly slow. And of course, if you want to pay money, you can buy more belief and other things, and it's really annoying in that it's just very free-to-play and dumb. So I'm just going to leave my goddess impressions at that for the moment because it's not a very positive experience thus far. Oh, and there are timers and stuff, so it is very much a free-to-play game. And All right, someone who played something interesting, please talk. Go. Did anyone? Oh, sorry. I'm streaming that noise out to the stream. Yeah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't realize that was the goddess noises. I was just bringing it up to remind myself of some points. Um, um, what have you been playing, Anna? Um, Spellfall on the iPad. It's like a match three game that um, you're still making I, that noise. I put the silence on and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Um, how do I explain it? It's a match three where as you match threes, it attacks the enemy. You have a finite amount of turns to kill it before it kills you. It's, and it's, it's bejeweled puzzle quest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, except it regularly jams you into enemies. You can't beat without grinding or paying money. So it's up to you if you want to start down that dark path. I think the thing that I find both crazy and fascinating is you can get these really amazing weapons. They're better than anything that shows up in the regular shop. They're $80. Or you can earn a free one every 20 days, but you have to log in consecutively for 20 days. If you miss a day, it um, resets your calendar an interesting mechanic um i've also been playing a couple 3ds games so i've been playing push mo push 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 which should be called pull mo more than push mo and i've been playing squids on the 3ds despite the fact that we have them all on the ipad i'm playing it on the 3ds hmm. and it's already crashed on me once oh good job <laughs> it's got some issues um, and then I've been playing a lot of Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door this week because that's what I've been streaming. Yay! And I've been trying to put them on YouTube um, basically the day that I stream. So if you're following our YouTube channel, you will see them right away. Yay! Cool. What have you been playing, Strawberry? Uh, recently, well, I, not too long ago, completed Devil Survivor Overclocked. I still love that game. I went through the uh, the Amane route, uh, the law, more or less the law route in that game. Probably a nicer law route than some of the other <laughs> Megami Tensei games. And currently going through Devil Survivor 2 up to day four. And uh, not as much to say on that one. I don't quite like it quite as much, though it's, uh, it's not the enhanced 3DS port that's supposed to come out sometime this year. That's still being delayed. So, yeah. Otherwise, I haven't been really playing much of anything. Hmm. That's cool. Um, do you, f- you finally gave up on Fire Emblem stuff? Or finished? Uh, I, finished, I finished the support, uh, support uh, conversations. They're all logged in there. I'll maybe replay like several months from now, but otherwise, I'm putting away that game for a while. All right. That's good. That's good. That's good. Well, I guess that just leaves uh, Mr. Alex. Where are you at? Yeah, well, I'll get the weekly Final Fantasy fourteen talk out of the way. Okay. First, but yeah, I've, yeah, I've been playing that. We had, uh, I think a couple of days ago, we had our free company do a run to Binding Coil. Which so how was many people lot, is that lot, in a run? That was eight. Hmm. eight and so we had sort of eight of us all going through. We went through the first three and then failed on the fourth one because uh, we didn't quite have the DPS because I think they were slightly weighed down by me but just because I was sort of right on the edge of the what of being able to get in there in the first place so mm. but hopefully we'll try that again at some point this week that'd be cool uh, yeah uh, the main game I've been playing this week is Sword Art Online Hollow Fragments on the Vita and oh, I wrote an impression on that on so yes I did yeah I was going to get to that later but yeah in 20 words or less Really bad localization. But really bad. 
Um, lots of fan service, <laughs> but quite fun to play. Cool. I mean, yeah, the, the gameplay is pretty solid. I mean, that's all fun. It's sort of supposed to be a fake MMO experience. So you've sort of, so you've sort of got a lot of all random NPCs wandering about the place doing stuff, and that works. The best thing it does with that is the boss fights, because you usually get, you'll basically go on a raid with about eight other NPCs joining in as well, so they just become a, a fun, chaotic battle. But yeah, it's all brought really badly down by localization, which is hilariously bad. Hmm. I'm trying to... You have some examples? Yeah, here we yeah. yeah, well, I've got some. I've got. I've got some screenshots on the page, which I've taken from my Vita. Is one. She's very serious at training and absorbs very fast. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think the conclusion I came to was they basically used the Asian English translation, fixed a few things, but left most of them intact. <laughs> hmm. You also get the fun things like some place names have, tra- have been translated in three different ways in three different parts of the game. <laughs> so that's always fun to try and think of. <laughs> hmm. So yeah, would be a good game if they hadn't completely screwed up <laughs> actually releasing it here. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apart from that, I've been playing a bit of uh, Blaze Blue, Quano Phantasma on the Vita, although I haven't actually played much of it because I've just basically been going through story stuff. Okay. Because uh, actually, I don't actually like fighting games, but I really like the Blaze Blue story modes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I just, and I've, whenever I've been went to kill time, I've just been playing a bit of Trials Fusion. Well, I wait for all my sports games to release. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I think. All right. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I've just learned that the goddess followers are completely stupid lemmings. Um, that you can't. They just introduced a new game mode to me here where you land a ship on these islands and you need to design a route so they can get to the end of the islands and they walk around in circles just basically walking straight, bouncing into walls and it's frustrating and dumb and I really don't like this game. Ah, oh, well, let's see. Um, that catches us all up on what we've been playing, which doesn't sound like it was a very interesting week in general, but I think... It, uh, okay. Maybe just not for me. <laughs> it's mean of me to say that other people's games weren't interesting, right? So I won't do that. Uh, let's jump into the feedback. Thank you, everybody, for sending us feedback. We had more feedback this week, so please, I'll let you know how to send more feedback in after this. Okay, I don't know how to handle this because this is long, but our news is short, so I guess I'll go into it. <clears throat> Victor wrote in to our RP Gamer forums and let us know about... Um, What's going on with Grom Hellscream, Garrosh's father? So here we go. In the original RTS games, which form the original history of World of Warcraft, Garrosh's father, Gromish, Grom Hellscream, does eventually die after he drinks Manoroth's blood, but a lot of other things happen in between. Here's the short version. Yeah, this- no, no, no. I just want to clarify this wasn't what was confusing us. It was. In the cutscene, 
um, his dad is like, I don't want to drink this blood. And then he gets the crap kicked out of him. But that didn't happen in the original history. Okay. He, he didn't was just get the like, crap. blood, cool, glug. But he, he, okay, but that makes sense though, right? Because he didn't drink the blood and get the power boost from it. So he was. Right. But you're not noticing the before hell scream like well hold on hold on short version Goldon persuades grom and numerous other orc warlords to drink the blood of the demon manoroth they become super powerful and evil um then medivh opens a portal there's a massive orc invasion into azeroth the azeroth human-led alliance barely wins mostly because the orcs turn on each other grom drinks more blood and then eventually regrets the evil he's done um turns on manoroth and kills him and then dies after this titanic battle um, then there's a bunch of other stuff that we don't need to go into right now. Um, okay. So, jeez. <laughs> this is crazy. So, okay. So here's your question, Anna. Um, the problem with that is, is the battle we see being set up in the trailer is not canon. Right. Right. So that that's the important thing to remember is... The garage stuff going back in time in this new WoW expansion is all part of a alternate timeline. So that implies he talked to his father before this. Yes. Him going and drinking the blood. Right. Okay. Now it makes more sense. Because otherwise, why would he question drinking the blood? Because he didn't in the first timeline. Right. And obviously, Garash has gone in there and changed some things. Right. But I mean, it looks like he just shows up and saves his dad from getting the crap kicked out of him. Well, I think we're missing some previous stuff that happened. Yeah, but his dad seems really surprised and confused to see it, which is why I'm very confused. Because he wasn't expecting to almost die, I bet. I don't know. I I hope they fix that, because otherwise it's a huge plot hole. I don't... I don't see any plot holes. I'm not confused. Original timeline. Yeah. Goes up, drinks blood, has a party. Yes. New timeline. Garrosh shows up before blood drinking. Okay. And warns his dad not to drink it. Yes. Then why is his dad so surprised to see him? Um, Why is he surprised? Because I think the astonishment and surprise was from being smacked headlong sideways by Garage out of the way of a burning pillar of fire. Okay. <laughs> I hope that makes some sense. Yes. <laughs> you know, of that course would you surprise have to... me. Huh? <laughs> that would surprise me. It would surprise me too, yeah. Were you surprised? I was surprised. I was surprised like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, we're getting into far too much minutia. Oh, yeah. Very much. So, let's see. Where are we going? Um, more feedback? Yes, more feedback. Uh, let's get the rest of this. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> you can read more on our forum thread from last week if you want a lot more history there. Um, oh, our next feedback is is voicemail. Yay! Been listening since okay, the- let's try this again. Mr. Privateer. This is Ilya. Been listening since the beginning of since the beginning of RPG Cast, and I still enjoy the show. How much to say? So I'll be quick. I'm late to the party on this one, but JRPGs are not dead; they're merely stagnant. Why? They are made and written with Japanese teenage boys in mind. As a result, characters are not allowed to mature and grow up with the audience that grow up with them. What say you? 
Now then, Mr. Perpeteer, I heard that you sing. This offends me. I challenge you to a duel, or better yet, a duet. And finally, Mr. Perpeteer, I once had an awkward moment just to see how it feels. I am the most interesting man in the world. Yes! I love Ilya's voice. He just sounds like that most interesting man in the world announcer guy. Uh, and it sounds even better if you get him on Skype. But, um, oh, there I go with the sounds again. Um, <laughs> thank you, Ilya, for calling in. He, he should be a voice actor, I think. He's got that, he's got that tone. Um, so what do you think? Vo- uh, JRPGs are not dead. They're merely stagnant because they're aimed at Japanese uh, boys, which can't have true character progressions. No? I won't argue that they're absolutely aimed at a specific audience. I don't know if that's the reason that they're stagnant, but he makes a compelling point. Uh, it certainly could explain why they would not be as appealing to an older gamer, but I think the argument about whether or not they're dead has to do with them coming out and and how many were seen and um, whether or not anyone's doing anything interesting with them. But um, the statement about them being aimed at boys, I don't think really addresses that necessarily. Um, what do you? Well, th- I guess we find them less interesting if they're not aimed at us. But yeah, um, sort of a bit. Yeah, that's the only sort of way I can. Even then, I'm just not seeing even the old ones that aren't. <laughs> there's not a lot of them, right? Except for your your feature, right? So somebody linked that in the thread. That um, was it. Your feature, yeah. the upcoming RPGs. Are you one of the, oh, yeah. one, of the one of the people who did it? So last week yeah. I said, what else is coming out this year? And I completely forgot about this 15-game list that Alex, Michael, and Adrian put together on our site. <laughs> it's like, oops. <laughs> yeah. uh, a lot of indie games, but still. Yeah, it is arguable how many of them are high-profile compared to past years. So. Yeah, high-profile. What do we got? Pokemon, Borderlands, Dragon Age. Um, okay, never mind. Tales of Exilia. <laughs> Um, I don't know if Natural Doctrine counts. Freedom. Mm, no. No. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't. All right. So Borderlands, Pokemon, Dragon Age. I guess that's it. <laughs> uh, Persona Q. Probably. You're gonna count Persona Q. Okay. All right. That's fine. I'll take that. I'll I'll allow it. So four games. So that's that's something. Oh, and then there's un- undrafted honorable mentions. This guy four, which is already out. Sacred 3, which nobody liked. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, we should just move on. It's kind of depressing. Kingdom Hearts yeah, 2.5. <laughs> <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 2.5 was never going to get on that feature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So let's, uh, let's start the news. And our first segment for the news, you asked for it. You got it. That's right, everybody. It's the return of MMO in a Minute. Are you going to time me? No. Wait. Yes. Hold on. <laughs> That's a great idea. Let's time you. Uh, timer, 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 timer. And set. Go. Legend of Silk Road's launch date is set for this week, August 27th. This is an MMO where the battle rages against three powerful kingdoms, China, Persia, and Rome. Not to be confused with Silk Road Online, which is another game that does exactly the same thing. Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn, is encouraging you to take up crafting classes by adding a new beast tribe that wants you to help making items for them, and it's up for you to be the goodwill ambassador and prove that humans don't suck. Uh, 
Superhero Squad Online is adding Gardens of the Galaxy characters. You can pre-order them currently for a discount. They will include Rocket Raccoon, Star-Lord, Gamora, and Groot. Connected Realms update uh, for August 21st. If you're playing World of Warcraft, there are 10 new realms that have been connected together into three groups. There's a new short story available for Hellscream as part of a set of lore catch-ups and rewrites to get players ready for the Warlords expansion coming November 13th. Robin Williams tribute models found in the beta files. EverQuest 2 is having a double EXP weekend following all sorts of stuff that they revealed at SOE Live. There's so much that I couldn't even possibly fit all of that in a minute alone, so I'll let you go look it up. Wildstar has decided it's going to ditch its monthly update calendar, according to Gamescom. The original idea was to have a really aggressive post-launch schedule, according to the quote, but they found that they wanted to work on patches um, until they are in an excellent quality state instead of trying to rush them out. Path of Exile's first expansion came out this week. Forsaken Masters shakes up a fair amount of the game with the addition of Masters, hideouts, crafting changes, new challenge leagues, and many more items. You can start exploring all of these right now, and, well, maybe not because, well, some of the stuff may not be working right. Ta-da! Wow. One minute, 45 seconds. Ooh, I was over. Way over. Mm. That's okay. I think we'll forgive you for your return. You had a lot of stuff to catch up on. Yeah. Thank you, Anna Marie. Uh, Let's see. Uh, let's see. Oh, let's jump into our news. First story. Uh, oh, you already covered it. You co- you stole this. Path of Exile is not an MMO. Anna, you shouldn't have stolen that. It's getting an expansion. It isn't? No, of course it's not. Uh, it's like a Diablo game. How is it an MMO? No, it's not uh, like it, a Diablo game. I've played it. It is like a Diablo it, game. It's sort of a bit, bit of both. But it's not. It's not uh, in the towns. You, MMI, get, like... you get matched with some random people, sort of. I don't know. Um, it works exactly like Guild Wars does. Do we not consider that an MMO? Uh, does it work exactly like Guild Wars? Yeah, that's how Guild Wars works. Everybody's mm. instant. Everybody's but it's not everybody in the town, right? Everybody's in the town, and then everything else is instant. But I, I don't think everybody shows up in the town. Like everybody logged in. I think it shards you up somehow. I will have a debate about it. All right, so go get that expansion. Muramasa Rebirth. So let's see. We got a final piece of DLC, uh, final chapter of Genroku Legends series of stories. Hell's Where the Heart Is. It stars Rajaka, the daughter of the Lord of Hell. And blah, 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 blah. You can get more details of it. Thank you, Alex, for writing that story. Uh, Natsume. Oh, this is a Natsume thing. Mm -hmm. So you know about this because you revealed it, I bet. Yeah. Oh, but Alex wrote the story. So, Alex, how about you tell us about what's going on with Alphadia Genesis, and then Anna can grade you. Stuff. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Alphadia Genesis. Oh, really? Yeah. I have this game on my iPad. Okay. Yeah, but oh. it got put on the Wii U and improved. Oh. It I was calling it Alphadia. Yeah, yeah. It's been an issue. <laughs> That's how it's so, spelled. So it's coming I out. I know! <laughs> <laughs> Alpha, Alphadia, Alphadia. I don't know. What is it supposed to be, Anna? Alphadia. Alphadia. Like Alpha. Alphadian. Yeah. Alphadian. Alphadian. All right. So this is going to be out on the Wii U eShop? Yeah. Okay. And it's going to be better than the iOS version, or you're not allowed yeah. to say statements like that? It's like every other Chemco game that we localize. It was originally out on iOS and Android, and then it gets ported to another system, improved, and we completely retranslate it. 
Okay. Which is the majority of the improvement, I presume. Well, most of the games have had additional content added to. Oh, cool. All right. So we'll leave that alone. Alex did another story. Man, did you do all the news this week, Alex? Hey, hey, hey. But there's something that didn't get included in the story. Oh, Alex gets an F. No, he doesn't. (laughs) Alex gets an F. No, he doesn't. Why not? Because he didn't know. It wasn't in the press release. Okay. Well, what didn't get included? It's coming to Europe, too. Oh, okay. Well, why wasn't that in the press release? Because we didn't know when the press release went live. (laughs) You didn't know then. Okay. So Alphadia Genesis coming out Wii U eShop in both North America and Europe this fall. Yeah, it was originally slated a winner, but it actually got done really fast. Hmm. So in that case, Anna's going to get me a code for that version. I'm deleting the iPad version that she downloaded for some reason. Research purposes. Research purposes. Okay. Uh, enjoy- what is this? Helen's Mysterious Castle. What is Helen's Mysterious Castle? It's a $2 game. It's on Playism. And it stars Helen who's trapped in an island and seeks info and there's a labyrinth and there's a one-on-one battle system and equipment upgrades and stuff like that. So this is an indie game we're covering then, right? Indie RPG got kind of a sprite. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Yeah, it's a Japanese indie RPG, which is sort of what mm-hmm. players specialize in, but it's in English. Yeah. They, they sort of tra- localize them and release them on their sort website. Sort of so. localize them. Okay. <laughs> That's a little scary. It's sort of localized. All right, and then I can buy this in the U.S. with a U.S. credit card, I hope. I don't need anything weird. I've never yeah, bought... Yeah, I think it's a U.S.-based website, I think. Oh, so. okay. It had a lot of Japanese on it, so I was just confused. Okay, Helen's Mysterious Castle. Go check that out. Um, you can see the screenshots we have, and, of course, you could just go buy it for $2 and give it a shot, because that's not too much. Wasteland 2 had its release date pushed back, eh, Alex? Or just uh, announced? No, oh, not pushed back. It was just announced, <laughs> um, wasn't it? Well, I think it had it pushed back last month, and then. <laughs> well, now it's announced for September nineteenth, twenty fourteen, and it's already available for early access, so you can actually play now through much of the campaign. And yeah, so Wasteland Two, Bloodborne has a new gameplay video up that we've got on our site. That you can go check out if you want to see people killing things in a Dark Souls style. People like that, right? Are you a are you a Dark Souls guy, Alex? I am not. I have not touched the series. <laughs> it grows on you. Well, it grows on me at least. And then, of course, I get to play fifty deaths or so in Extra Life, and that's fun too. Yeah. <laughs> you may be interested in nat- Natural Doctrine. Then apparently, it's supposed to be the Dark Souls of TRPGs. I don't know that I want that in a TRPG because honestly, <laughs> f- isn't Fire Emblem already that? Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, if you play it on hardcore, it's all about not dying, right? So, and then start over yeah. and do it again until you learn it right and do it right. So, I, yeah, pretty much. Although so this one doesn't pretend that you're not starting over. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it just gives you a game over. <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah, if the people, if the important people die in this one, you're just done. Yeah. Well, and um. What was the game? Oh shoot! There was a game that I was looking at screenshots of. I wonder. I can't. I don't. I don't remember if it's Natural Doctrine or not. But it's like if you choose Iron Man mode, if your character dies, the file is deleted. What? Oh, that was. I think that was the one with the 
massive controller that had like 60 buttons on it. Okay. I think, yeah, I think it was sort of, it was a giant mech game, I think. Oh, that would oh, make sense. Oh, mech, yeah. um, mech, uh, mech assault, no, mech, uh, metal gear, massive guy. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember what it's called. I think it also had an eject button on the sort of massive controller and you didn't press it in time and it deleted you so far. Large Robot <laughs> The Awakening is what I'm going to call it. I know that's not the title. Um, Close enough. <laughs> metal Assault, Mech Assault, mm, Large Mech. They had a Connect version of the game, which was not related to the first game in most concepts. Uh, it was Steel Battalion. Steel Battalion. There you go. Ah, okay. I thought it, there was a more recent game that did it. Uh, I don't know. It could be. Let's see. Uh, we have... Uh, oh, Tales of Exilia 2. Um, we have a new trailer for that that counts down towards the release or whatever, which if you're wondering... It's out now. Uh, that counted mm-hmm. down to the release, which happened. <laughs> so, fine. Uh, yeah, that's right. You were asking me to buy the, <laughs> the collector's edition version. Yep. Because you're crazy. Because we have the collector's edition of the first one, and it just makes sense to keep our collection going. The collection collector's edition. The collection collector's edition. Okay. Sure. Why not? Yeah, the box is even bigger than the one for the first one. <laughs> really? We've got that box. Yeah, but I think that was <laughs> mostly... big. Yeah, I think that's mostly because of the art book. Mm. Now, are you talking about the European version or the North American version? I think they're the same, actually. Are they? I think the collector's one is. Ah, okay. I don't doubt you. I just didn't know. Oh, my Star Trek game is yeah. trying to get me to I know, We got another day one edition, but that wasn't what I was talking about. I think that one just has sort of a steelbook and some DLC stuff. So if you remember at E3, one of the press conferences, I think it was the Microsoft one, had a big long display of The Witcher 3, or was it Sony? I don't remember, um, where they go and kill a griffin and stuff. Uh, afterwards, uh, the continuation of the quest after that was shown to the press in um, a private theater. Well, now they've put up a video of that entire playthrough of gameplay, um, and we've got it up on the site right now. So you can go see the quest line that happens after Geralt kills the griffin. Um, it's 35 minutes so it's a lot of gameplay they're showing off, but it is the demo that we saw at uh, at E3. So you can go check that out on the site right now. Um, we got news about Freedom Wars, which is the upcoming Vita action RPG about, you know, you get a million year sentence and stuff. Uh, it is uh, coming out October 29, 2014th in Europe, the 28th in North America and UK and Ireland. I should, it's coming out the end of October with variances of days in either directions for about 30 bucks. Uh, if you pre-order it and or buy it digitally before November 11th, you get free DLC, including a formal wear costume for your characters, upgraded starter weapons, an in-game sticker set, and a medical supply set. Anybody interested in Freedom Wars on the show right now? Hearing none, <laughs> I'll move on. Yep. <laughs> All right. How about Natural Doctrine? Anyone interested in Natural oh, Doctrine? You are? All right. Michael Cunningham has a... Uh, has a impression of. Wait, Alex, are you saying you were interested in natural doctrine or in freedom wars? I'm interested in both freedom wars and natural doctrine. Oh, I'm sorry, both. I misunderstood. Okay, so you're gonna pick this. You're gonna pick freedom wars up. 
Yes? No? Yeah, I'm open. It? Oh, okay. So there is an impression up of Natural Doctrine. Michael Cunningham wrote it. Um, he calls it unnaturally interesting, which I guess is a good sign, right? Uh, his tagline is, this tactical RPG might be a little rough around the edges in some places, but it offers a fresh take on the subgenre. So look for that on our site, and you can go read through all of his thoughts about it. Um, it's, yeah, I don't know what's going on with it. It's interesting. Uh, we got an import impression about Monster Hunter 4 up from Michael Apps, uh, which is interesting to me because this is, uh, is it 4 or 4G that he did an impression of? Uh, I think it's 4G, a.k.a. Ultimate, because otherwise... The original one. Oh, it's the original? Oh, okay. No, yeah, I think it's the original. Uh, with the 3DS, it seemed like a good idea to pick up a copy of the original version. Okay, so you read his impression and know that the version we're going to get here is improved from what he got. So there are changes to the weapons, more monsters, different quests, and stuff like that. So uh, that'll be out next year here, but you can read his import impressions of the game right now on the site. Uh, and then, of course, we have somebody wrote an impression of Sword Art Online. That would be uh, Alex. Cra- crazy already, person. Yeah, crazy person. You already <laughs> gave us your, your fast impression, which was um, anime, right? forget what your summary word was actually i already forgot there's a screenshot here yeah, of somebody <laughs> putting their breasts on another guy saying you should be feeling warmer by now so that's always a good sign right no all right oh yeah go read yeah. alex's impression right now on the site uh getting off of rp gamer we got some news that filtered in through silicon era something about a new pokemon project that's going to be announced on tuesday the 26th people think it might be that detective pikachu game or uh, Pokemon Fighters, whatever that was, which would be awesome. The fighting game with Pokemon? That'd be cool. So there's going to be a live stream uh, August 26th at 10 p.m. Japanese Standard Time, which is 6 a.m. Pacific Time. Of course, the stream will be in Japanese. So just pay attention Tuesday morning and see if uh, there's some uh, info about Pokemon. So, and let's see... What else we got? Ah, we already covered that. Moon Hunters. Anna, you were following this, right? No. No? This is the uh, Square Enix Collective's uh, RPG? Yeah, we're going to see it at PAX. Okay, it's going to be entering the crowdfunding phase soon. And so that Square Enix Collective, it's a indie funding initiative where I guess Square Enix finds a way that they don't have to fund games, even though they're a publisher which I don't really feel okay with, but they're doing it. <laughs> it's They want $45,000 in donations when the Kickstarter goes live, so whatever. Yeah, uh, You can go find more about uh, Moon Hunters. I think you'll see a lot of it at PAX. So. Final Fantasy Explorers. This is the Japanese, for now, Japanese-only game where um, there's lots of jobs. Think Final Fantasy V job system type stuff. And they've been showing off a bunch of different jobs that are in the game. It's got a date now, December 18th. Um, and it's a mobile... Uh, wait, no, I'm sorry. It's a 3DS game. And that's uh, that's all we know. It's got a, it's got a date now. So f- look forward to hearing more about it in December. And then hopefully, maybe it'll be announced for localization after that. Maybe? All right. It's a handheld, so Square Enix probably doesn't think it'll sell. We'll see. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it does. I hope it sells. I want it. All right. 
Uh, Final Fantasy game, I'm not sure if I want. Final Fantasy 3 on Steam. Anybody pick that up already? Ew. No? Okay. <laughs> well, if you've been hesitating, it's now 33% off for the weekend if you... Uh, let's see, when's that end? August 24th. So yeah, so just this weekend. But you have to log into Uplay. So if you log into the Uplay app, you can get Final Fantasy 3 for Steam for $10.71. Yeah. So Uplay is having a summer sale of Steam keys that you have to buy through the Uplay app. Go figure that out. But it's out there. 7 and 8 are also on sale for 50% off each. So that's about 8 bucks a piece for each of those. And then there's a bunch of other games on sale as well. It's not as good as a real Steam sale. But I wanted to let you know in case you've been looking for a discount on Final Fantasy 3. All right, Cassandra, you are expert in all things Fire Emblem, are you not? Uh, most things Fire Emblem anyway. So you know that Fire Emblem for GBA came out in Europe this week. Yes, I did. In on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Did we get did we already get it here in the US? Uh not on the Wii U, no. Fire like, Emblem The Sword of Flame? Yeah, yes, we didn't get it on the uh, seventh Wii U. game in the series, the first one to be localized. Oh, it was just titled Fire Emblem in North America. Yeah, because This is the uh, first one we got? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So let's see. Um, yeah. So that's it. All right. So, but no, nothing about it being out here. So that's kind of sad. Um, and yeah. Oh, oh, and not only that, Nintendo of Europe is having a Super Smash Brothers character sale. Uh, so there's got lots of sales. Uh, once again, if you like Nintendo and want Nintendo games, move to Japan or Europe. <laughs> Just forget the forget the U.S. for Nintendo. Ropa. Who's looking forward to Danganronpa episode two? Me, but I had to play the first one first. <laughs> Anna, Anna hasn't even played the first one. She's excited for the second one. Do Alex, <laughs> you played the first one, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's uh, awesome. So now this is weird. This is Danganronpa another episode, which is the third game then, right? No. Well, I think it's a spin-off. Because this is a third-person shooter. <laughs> yeah. Probably a spin-off. Okay. Well, I, I didn't realize that when I put the story in the thing. I thought it was the se- the sequel, but I realized this is a this is a third-person shooter for Vita. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that ain't coming out here. <laughs> well, maybe it will. I don't know. We'll see. All right, that's coming out in Japan. You can check that out on Silicon Era and stuff like that. Legend of Grimrock. Remember that dungeon crawling game that I kind of liked and then got fed up with over time. Um, it's been out on the PC for years now. Um, it's coming out for iOS soon. Uh, quote unquote when it's ready so look forward to Legend of Grimrock on iOS and of course Legend of Grimrock 2 is already in the works and you know that Nintendo uh, excuse me that Bulbasaur styled planter we talked about last week yeah Nintendo's already shut him down with a cease and desist even though Bulbasaur was not mentioned in any way on the site the fact that it looks like a Bulbasaur apparently means you can't do it so that kind of sucks and so, rest in peace, Bulbasaur Planter. If you want, though, the original 3D printed design that insp- that is what they use to figure out how to make this thing, you can just download that. And if you find a 3D printer at like a makerspace in your area, you can print out your own Bulbasaur Planter. So, long live um, the lack of controlling things in the 3D printing age. <laughs> Speaking of Pokemon, Art Academy's hitting the Nintendo 3S on October 24th. Yay! Finally, a date for that game. So two months from now, I'm going to learn how to draw Pikachu. And I will try and show it on the stream in some way. So that'll be Camera fun. Camera over your shoulder? Uh, maybe, unless you can pick up a dev copy and use your capture kit. Good luck with that. Yeah. 
let's see. Anything else more with Pokemon? Nope. We already covered that. And Shimigami Tensei is on sale. On when the is eShop. it not on sale? Yeah, so all the Atlas games on eShop are on sale again. SMT4, Soul Hackers, Coda Princess, Etrian Odyssey Untold, Etrian Odyssey 4, Devil Survivor, Overclocked, and Conception 2. Go check those out on the three shop, on the eShop on 3DS. Um, I don't know when it lasts. Oh, September 1st. And then one more thing. Nope, that's... Right, that's that's all I got for news. Did I miss anything, folks? Okay. Um, no, there were a couple things I didn't post, but they were boring. Uh, yeah, it's a, what a light week for news. It's like yeah. everyone's saving everything for packs, maybe. There was some Kingdom Hearts 2.5 screenshots, but there's always Kingdom Hearts 2.5 <laughs> screenshots. I think what it is is we're the week between Gamescom and packs, and so there's nothing to talk about. Because everything was already announced at Gamescom... And then might be not. Sony is having a press conference on September 1st, which is during PAX. So I don't know how that's going to work. It's like the this press conference is not like at PAX or anything, but whatever. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's let's talk about the new releases and then uh, what we're going to be playing. So let's see. Uh, new releases this week. Oh, oh, here we go. Guys, Madden NFL 15 comes out this week. Oh, boy. Yay. That's what's going on. <laughs> Um, I, I will be getting I that. Figure that out. Michael wants to play Madden NFL 15 with me. The problem is he doesn't have a PS4 or a or an Xbox One. I only have a PS4, but I also have a PS3 and a 360. But I don't want to buy an old gen game. Are any of you able to do this? Like when a, buy an older gen version of a game that you have the system for the new gen version and just and deal with it? I, I can't deal with that. Nah. <laughs> What? Can you deal with that, Alex? No, it seems to defeat the purpose of getting a new gen system. Yeah, I have the new gen system, but my friend's on the old one. I don't know what to do. Maybe I just won't buy it. Well, turn if he gets PS4, we can play with me as well. But you're not going to get it. Yeah, I am. I thought you said you weren't going to get Madden. No, I was. Oh, okay. okay. I thought so I did. Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Again. I buy all the sports games. But you're going to get the European version, right? Yeah, well, I assume you can... See, see no here's reason. my other question. Can PS4 players play against PS3 players? Oh, no, that won't happen. No? Okay. Not, a, no, not I a think chance. you can play across the region, but probably not across platform. Okay. That's too bad. All right. Well, Madden NFL 15 is out this week. Um, Metro 23 Redux is out on Xbox One and PS4. Uh, Metro Last Night Redux is also out on those same two systems, and Metro Redux is out on those same two systems. So it's like all three of those. Lots of Metro games. If you want to play shooters set in places with lots of radiation or whatever post-apocalyptic stuff's going on, there you go. (laughs) The Wii U gets some games. Disney Infinity 1.0 is out for free if you own the base for any system except the 360 version, Anna? Yes. Yeah. So you just take that base, sync it up to your Wii U somehow, and you can get the game for free? Yep. You still, of course, need to buy your own characters. Um, and, of course, you've got to f- come up with a base from a used game shop or that you already own for another system. And then you'll have it on Wii U. Life Force, which is um, an NES shooter. That's coming out on eShop for four ninety nine, right? And that's the Is that the Life Force they're talking about? Um, or is it a different... Life Force. No, yeah, it's the shooter. Good. Uh, Mega Man 6 comes out for $4.99 on the eShop, and Midtown Crazy Race for $4.99 on the eShop. Uh, 3DS is getting Blue Clone Phantasma. It's an eShop game for $5.99. Do you know anything about this, Alex? I know Max Storms played it and didn't think too much of it. 
but does it tie into the storylines and stuff that you like to follow? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's just sort of a weird, cheap spin-off thing. It's an action game, but I don't know how it works. Yeah, um, I think it's more arcade okay. type stuff than it's the It's like a side-scrolling beat-em-up, maybe? Yeah, oh. uh, possibly. D- 3DS also gets Demon King Box and Extreme Sports. Um, oh, Hyperdimension Neptunia Rebirth comes out for the Vita this week. Hey, the Vita gets a game! Yay! It's a port of Hyperdimension Neptunia from the PS3. Hey. Uh, Supposedly suppose it's, it's a good port. Yeah, it's like Kingdom Hearts 1.5. Okay. So, you going to get that, Anna? Port. Or are you just going to play the version we have on PS3? Huh? Hyperdimension Neptunia Rebirth. Are you going to play the, the original version that we still have downstairs? No, or... I'd rather play Rebirth. Yeah, I knew it. All right. PC gets a few games. Appointment with Fear. F-E-A-R. I have no idea what that is. Bird Assassin. Draconia Wars. Fate, the Traitor Soul, Lethal League, all those Metro games I mentioned earlier, and Pinball FX2, the Walking Dead cable, comes out. Super Time Force comes out on Steam finally. It's no longer an exclusive on Xbox One or whatever. And Toast Time comes out on Steam. So there you go. There's your there's your new releases for the week. Alex, what will you be playing this week? I'll be playing more Sword Art Online and having fun reading bad translations. <laughs> of what? Oh, in Sword Art? Yeah. 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 I'll probably play some more Final Fantasy fourteen. And Blaze Blue. So just insert what I said. Just everything that you've been playing. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and Madden. Alright. I'm going to be playing more WoW to get my character up to sixty, and then after that's done, um I'll boost him to ninety, and then I don't know if I'm gonna be playing any more WoW after that. Uh I will hopefully get into something other than world of warcraft again this week probably more divinity so i can work on finishing that up um and or shadowgate because i'm really intrigued by playing through shadowgate because that looks cool old adventure games because i never played it on the nes so it would be completely new for me um anna what are you playing what am i gonna play this week yeah um trexels okay and paper mario you gonna tell people what trexels is um it's I don't know. It's like a Star Trek game that's all pixely, kind of like Tiny Tower, but not. Yeah. Okay. That's all that matters. All right. That's your good teaser. All right. Anything else? Um, I was thinking about starting up Memoru on the Vita. Mataru. We'll see. I'm going to be really busy this week with the Lost yeah. Valley. So. Oh, and then PAX is at the end of the week. So yeah. Anna and I probably aren't going to play much of anything. All right. Cassandra, what are you playing this week? Uh, more Devil Survivor 2. Maybe I'll finally get around to working on my main team in Pokemon X and Y. And Boktai 2 and Baroque are always possibilities, but we'll see. Boktai 2 is always a possibility? <laughs> really? All right. <laughs> Whenever I can get around to it. All right. It's like, oh, it's sunny, it's not too hot, and I don't feel like playing something else. I love Or doing it. something else. All right. Uh, all right. So since there's not going to be a show next week... Um, your question of the week is this. What did you find interesting in PAX? Just pick one thing that you see in the PAX coverage that's on our site and on the other sites and uh, talk about it. Simple as that. Um, you can send it in to us a few different ways. You go to board.rpgamer.com, find the show thread in the latest update section of the forum and post there. You can send us an email, podcast.rpgamer.com. You can send me a voice message that recorded on your phone in the voice memos app to podcast.rpgamer.com. And... 
you can also call our voicemail, 608-729-4098, 608-729-4098. Just let us know um, what you're doing there um, with uh, what, what you saw at PAX. What was interesting, what was surprising, what really cheesed you off with PAX. Just let us know on the feedback there. Um, we'll get back to you in two weeks. Of course, pay attention to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rpgamerdotcom, and you can see uh, what we've been doing at PAX there. And anything else? Uh, pay attention to Twitter. I'll be Sobin1001. Anna is AM Privateer. And uh, Ed is Foxworth42. And I don't know what Josh is. So... But pay attention. We'll probably be tweeting at each other. And of course, at RPGamer. Um, thanks for following us. Thanks for liking the show. Subscribe. Follow on iTunes. It helps us out a lot when you do that. And we'll be back in two weeks. Anna Marie. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a question for you. You did. Do you want to go to GeekCon? Maybe. Maybe? All right. Well, we're going to go to a local geek convention in Madison that's running this weekend, and we'll send you, see you in two weeks. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Counting down in five, four, three. Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast. Episode- I don't know what that was. <laughs> I think that was Strawberry Go order talking food. to her sister. All right, I'll try that again. <laughs> Please tell me I'm going to save that for the bloopers. Nah.